Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Hockey World. It's Friday, January 20th, 2017. Happy Inauguration Day! I'm Michael Agello. Ah, I'm trying so hard not to think about that. I, I'm Matt Glenn. You're watching the Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. It's the podcast that comes to you every Monday through Friday, even with this regime in power in America. We love you, Canada. By the way, I just want to throw that out there. I love America, but I also love Canada, and I love other countries in the world, too. So all the other countries, don't think we love them at all. We do love you out here still. Um, some of us do, at least. Um, so anyway. All my friends up in Toronto, I'm looking for apartments. Yeah, my wife. Uh, my wife said the first thing we do if we ever make any money, we're buying it. We're buying a, a house in, in Canada and getting the heck out of Dodge. So it got that text from her today. It's pretty funny. I've never, she's never said that before. Um, I'm like, okay, there you have it. So let's get going. We don't want to talk about that at all. Um, let's continue on to other things. Um, we had some rumors, and I to start with. I'm first just to basically catch everybody up. I am working on the Boston stuff, and I'm working on this new Vancouver and Islanders thing that I just posted too. There's a lot of rumors going. Today's, this, today's show is going to have to be cut short because of all kinds of interesting things that I've got to check in on and follow up on. Um, and uh, so we're going to do a really quick hit today for this Friday, but we want to do a quick show just to prove to you we're, we're okay down here in the States. And um, and then we'll be, um, we'll be moving on from there. So there you have it. Um, so the transmission, if the transmission is cut, you know that we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, so let's start, Mike, with... Um, a little bit of the rumor mill today, because um, we we just had Mike and I, so we're going to, you know, and that that means only rumors pretty much today. So we're going to do some quick quick hit rumors and be out of here about one twenty five or so. So Mike, start us off with what's going on in the rumor mill. Well, Bob McKenzie had some interesting things on TSN's uh, Insider Trading yesterday, and I put it up in our Rumor Buzz column. One of them was the availability of Radim Verbata from Arizona. You know, who's thought that he would be uh, a pretty enticing target for contending teams, not only because he's a veteran guy, but his salary is only one million bucks. But McKenzie reported, and this I think will have a chilling effect on the interest in him, he's got a bonus structure in his contract where he would earn a $250,000 bonus for each round that the team that he's playing for gets through the playoffs. So say he gets traded to Chicago and they win the Stanley Cup or get to the Stanley Cup final, that's a million-dollar bonus that will hit their cap next year. And, you know, I I think this is a sign, and I'm not trying to be overcritical here, but for a first-time general manager to include that kind of bonus structure in a guy who was a veteran guy who you added for a one-year deal who more than likely you were going to trade, I this think that was pretty – might be a no-trade clause, Mike. I mean, this is like this is basically a no-trade clause. What, what's happening – I mean, Arizona is not going to go into the – if they went around, it's – you know, so you're looking at – this is essentially a no-trade clause. This, this is set up specifically – by him to keep himself from getting traded. Well, it's a, it's a no trade it's a no trade clause unless it's to a team that's not right up against the cap. It's a, it, it prevents him going to a LA or a Chicago as a rent, as a pure rent player because they're I mean we we know 
LA or you know Chicago back in the day when they had all those bonuses after their first Stanley Cup they had to trade players and then after the second one they had to trade players and Boston when uh, they had Jerome McGinley I think they got hit with like a five million dollar bonus thing the following year they won't be able to trade for this guy but teams that are trying to get in the playoffs who are looking for a veteran winger they might not really care about a a one million dollar bonus structure so i don't think it's going to prevent him from being traded i just don't think they'll get as much for him as they normally would because it's so self-defeating in so many ways it's like because because a good a team that actually could end up paying a million dollars is going to be a team that's up against the cap in all likelihood so right that's right that's why that's why it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if if no. it was if it was something that the agent wanted put in, I mean, I think John Chaika, the the Coyotes general manager, or if this was on Dave Tippett, should have fought against that because, and unless you're right, unless this was he couldn't get a no trade clause, so this was the thing that would make it painful no. for them to trade him. But that, to me, that's short sighted. So I or, if the other, or they're looking at it the other way. They're like, okay, we're going to sign with you, but we really want to be in the playoffs. And we know if we go to the, we, we don't want to sign a short, a small deal if we go into the playoffs. We're signing, like, basically it's saying, you know, because as you guys know, the, um, as everyone knows, the contract that you sign in the NHL is for the regular season. You know, you don't make more money in the playoffs. So um, this, in this case, you, you are, you know, which is very strange. So that's why it's almost as if, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm only willing to take this much for the regular season. But if I have, if I have to play, it's like, if I have to play in the playoffs, I want more money. And, um, and that's a weird thing to say because it kind of goes against a lot of the NHL stuff. Oh, sorry, right? My Donald Trump action figure just fell over. One second. Um, I'll put it back up here. Here we go. Um, there he is. Sorry, just fell. There we go. Um, Looks just yeah. like him too. Same hairdo. Um, yeah. So, so this is one of those things that you know, if you, it is, it, it's interesting in terms of he obviously doesn't want to get traded, or he doesn't want to play for the Stanley Cup unless he's making more money. That, that's what I said. So that's, and then if he's making more money, he'll play for the Stanley Cup. So, and yet this eliminates a lot of teams that might actually trade for him because his contract doesn't get anymore. Especially when you think about, well, I mean, you could say, okay, the cap's going up next year. So, yeah, but that's, for that's not a guarantee. But, but it is, it is, it is. I mean, they've, they've, this, I mean, it has to put it that way. They're, they're at the point where they have to put it up, right? So it's going up. But how, how much is going up? Who knows? I mean, this could be. Yeah, I've heard anywhere from three to five million, so I think it's going up for sure. Well, but, I mean, if that if that's the case, then yeah, then but 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 right now, like it's like I said, a team like Chicago, who's right up against it and has a lot of long term deals, not just you know this year, but going forward, they're not going to want to deprive themselves of potentially a million dollars in cap space. I mean, he's having the thing is he's having a good year. He's probably one of the better options out there for yeah. a team that needs a, a top. And forward. He's got 29 points in 45 games. He's got 10 goals. I mean, that's about as much as Vanek has. And that, you know, Vanek is one of the the uh, the, the big prizes in in, uh, in at the deadline here. But I don't. I think that, yeah, yeah, it's it's again. You can get you can get tied up in statistics because they're not the same player. You know. Um, no, no, and and, and, Verb- and Verbata is probably playing first line ice time with their. No, Verbata's history too is that he scores. When the pressure's not on, that that that's that's the NHL book on him. You know, like he's he kind of disappears the more pressure you put onto him. So he's in a situation right now where there's no pressure, which is why he has thrived in Arizona. Right. Um, every time he's been there, right. That's so that's the NHL book on him. So other teams are going to say, "Oh, we're putting him into pressure." Where Vanek has tended to play pretty well, the better the team is he's with. Right. Um, let's say they're opposite that way. Um, quickly, Anthony Duclair. Um, 
last night uh, goes gets put to the minors. They the the the, the Arizona Coyotes, to their credit, release a put a press release out about it, which is not which you never really see. Um, obviously, they're just they're trying to stem the because this is the guy that they've sold hard on. They, like they've they've sold their fans on Anthony Declare. Um, they that this guy is a future star and. You know, they, he's part of why they, they they've sold tickets, you know, based on Anthony Declare being there. So sending him to the minors is is they had to do this. They put out a press release and put, made it clear that he's just having a rough season. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, this strikes me as you know, obviously a wake up call. He's not ha- he's not having a good year this year. I think he's hurt by the fact that Max Domi got hurt, and you know that was the guy who he played most of the year last year with. I mean, Domi I think has only played about twenty games this year, uh, twenty six, and and right now uh, you look at Claire, he's got nine points. He's only got three goals in 41 games and that's not what they expected out of this guy they you know now it's at the it's at the point that you know this is the wake-up call you send him down maybe you bring him back up but I mean he's in the final year of his entry-level deal this is this is this is a situation I mean he's in the end he's to blame for not being able to repeat what he did last year but this is costing him money because based on the year that he had last year he could have gone. Uh, he could have demanded, you know, a couple million dollars, two point five million on a bridge deal. Now, I mean, he's got no leverage whatsoever. And you know, if the the rumors are true that they're shopping him, if they've if they've lost faith in him, this is an opportunity for a team that is under budgetary constraints to get a guy who's making less than a million dollars and who's twenty one years old. So yeah, I was told that they're definitely not shopping him, um, but they are getting they are getting calls on this one. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, sometimes a player, you know, there's, there's more to it at times. And I don't think Tippett and Declare are necessarily a good match. Um, and I think that, you know, that's something that I've heard as well. There are teams though, um, you know, three, three that came right off the bat and a fourth actually could have added, um, in the Sabres actually, but you have Montreal, Philly, the Islanders and the Sabres. So four teams that all immediately were, you know, ears perked up big based on the people I talked to about the fact that, you know, Declare could be available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Declare is a, it's funny when you watch when you don't see him all the time and you see the, you only see the highlights from Anthony Declare, you're going to, you're going to swear he's like a superstar because he makes his, some of his goals. He scores are just ridiculous. Like he has, I remember watching the TSN like top 30 goals of the year or whatever it was, you know, and, and like four of them were declares and it was just insane. Like he just, he has this ability to score these fantastic goals, but he is incredibly inconsistent. He does remind me a little bit of, you know, a lot of, it's hard to say put one player because there's immediately like three guys came to my head, but there's a lot of players like this that score great goals early in their career. And, and, you know, some go one way, some go the other. And he's at that critical point right now where he could become, he could really just fall, you know, fall into obscurity and or he could end up, you know, becoming a really great player, but he may have to do that somewhere else. You know, you, in general, this is a situation where a guy has to do that somewhere else. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned Montreal. I mean, he's from Quebec. Yeah, he's a Quebec. Kid. And he and he's not a francophone, but he's got a franc he's got a francophone name. So yeah. that would automatically be something that you know, the, a a hook that the, the Canadians might want. To, plus, he's you know, he does have. He does have top six ability. We saw that last year. It's just he he so far this year he hasn't had top six 
effort in terms of consistency. And that's, you know, that's, he's 21, he's young, maybe he grows out of it. But the thing is, like you said, maybe Arizona's not looking to trade him, but right now they may not be looking to trade him because his value is way down. They, they're going to want to sell him based on his value from last year as a, as a guy who was one of the top three or four scorers on their team, yes. not the guy who's struggling. And they're going to, you know, they, so they're going to want a first round pick for him. They're just not going to get that for him. Yeah, they're not. Um, and then there's, you know, some who can sit back and say, okay, he's been traded twice already. You know, this would be the second time he's already been traded once. For, and usually guys in their entry-level contracts, yeah, you know. I, I think that that can be written off as, I mean, he was a young asset that wasn't, I don't think his being traded from the Rangers was was behavioral. I think it was because they needed to give up a good prospect to get Keith Yandel. And that was this one would be well he may you know he may have problems or he he's not panning out. I would agree with that. I would. I would. Um, I definitely you know just got another text to the Bruins. You know this this Bruins thing is really interesting. It just continues to go um, further down the wormhole um, in a way oh. that who knows who knows what's happened now. Claude Julian's name is possibly yeah. And about that's just craziness. Well, it's craziness, but I mean, you listen to some of the uh, the the insiders on on television, and they're saying, you know, it's a seventy five percent chance that Julian is not going to finish the year. I mean, basically, I mean, I in prepping for the show, I saw David Pasternak has not scored a goal since he had the bursar sack surgery on his elbow. Right. He hasn't scored a goal in, goal in fourteen games, and he was their you know their top score. He was he was operating at a ridiculous clip, and now he's his his goal scoring is dried up. Tuka Rask looked very human against Detroit earlier this week, and mm-hmm. all the weight is on Bergeron, Marchand, Krejci, and a very old Zdeno Chara. And you can't <laughs> depend on those guys and expect them to carry the load every game. I hundred percent agree. Uh, what else do we have in the room here? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, this has been out there for a while, but uh, Bob McKenzie reported that uh, you know Bob Murray, the Anaheim GM, is getting lots of calls uh, because of the depth of defense that they have. Now, yeah. I mean, their their situation is they have three defensemen who they'll protect in uh, in the expansion draft, all signed through next year or longer. Um, Kevin BX said the veteran who's got a no move clause, nobody's saying this, but if, if I'm Anaheim, I'm buying him out or trying to trade him because they, you know, they have to protect him with the no move clause. And he, if he doesn't waive it, they'll probably have to buy him out, but they have three really good young defensive prospects, Brandon Montour, Jakob Larson, who was a former first round pick and Shea Theodore, as well as Josh Manson, who's playing in the NHL right now. So teams, they, you know, Anaheim is obviously looking for forward help because they're right now they're sort of top heavy with Getzloff, Perry, and Kessler. They're looking for some secondary offense that might help them get through the playoffs. And you know, these teams that are interested, they want one of these defensemen. Now, Bob McKenzie said that Murray might be open to moving one of them for a forward, but he's going to be able to pick and choose because you know as well as I do, Act, that how many teams out there are looking for that potential top four defenseman. He's got three youngsters who could be top four. He could get Evander Kane. He could get James Van Riemsdyk. He could get, you know, whoever. I mean, there are a lot of players out there with like a year left in a contract that they could get 
And I, I think it's going to be, you know, Bob Murray's in a good position with them in first place and with them having a bevy of defensive prospects to pick who he wants and make a trade for him. Yeah. And I talked to somebody yesterday who had this debate. We debated about this, whether or not Dan Reemsdyke would be able to be gotten for one of those guys. And all I said, all you have to say to yourself is Hall for Larson. I mean, the fact of the matter is defense are valuable and that Larson had value to yeah. get Taylor Hall, yeah, tells the, you, that, you know, that you can get a lot for but, you know. but the difference the difference between that deal and this potential deal say say we'll we'll, we'll say it's Toronto is the mm-hmm. fact that Larson was a known commodity Larson played you know as an as an 18 year old 19 year old in the Stanley Cup final for the Devils then had trouble for a year or two then came up he'd had three pro years three in the, three years in the NHL when they finally traded him Montour Theodore Larson they've not really had any lengthy time in the NHL, but that's that's good in the sense with Toronto because they're you know yeah. there is the possibility of these guys being top four guys. And they haven't had the bad seasons that Adam Larson. I mean, that's the other thing too. Like, I mean, you talk right. about Larson as a known commodity. Part of the known commodity, part of him was that he was inconsistent. I mean, that that was something that you knew because I mean, when he, when I saw Larson come in as a rookie, I'm thinking this guy's going to be a world beater. And if you had told me right then and there that Sunday he would be traded for Taylor Hall, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. But then the next couple of years, he was invisible, um, and, and yeah, really. And and sometimes it's meaningless that a guy is taken and taken uh, f- like fourth or fifth overall. But that was also a selling point here. Larson was well thought of when he was drafted. He was a t- I think a fifth pick overall. You know, obviously Hall was a first pick overall. The, you know, Edmonton could sell that trade as okay. We got a guy who's got experience in the league. He's a fifth overall pick. He's a good player. He's not a great player. With yeah. these guys, there's untapped potential. It's a risk. It, you know, whoever makes that trade, they better be sure that their pro scouting has, you know, vetted these guys and they think that they can be as good as they want them to be before they step off and trade a star forward who they don't plan on keeping for a prospect. The interesting thing is Cam Fowler sort of fallen out of it all, right? So that's like that was that was a big that was the big name before. Yeah. Oh, but he's having a great. I mean, he's he's having a great year. They're, I'll bet you anything. Act. They're gonna look. They're gonna look to sign him long term in the summer, yeah. because he's stepped up. They're gonna be very, very um, much. You know, there's gonna be a lot of names and questions about whether people should be kept on. Because I'm telling you, there was a time when Fowler could have been gotten for something that would have definitely been mm-hmm. worth. I remember a couple of trades that I heard about that I'm like, holy cow! Because I always thought Fowler was this good. I always, I always felt like Fowler was this this player. Which just kind of has been disrespected, and there are—I mean, there were there were moves out there that could have been had that really that you that there's no way you could get now. So yeah, it's, I, and honestly, it's Anaheim's own. I mean, it wasn't like Anaheim should get credit for keeping Cam Fowler and trusted. <laughs> they really tried. They tried. They tried their best to move him on, and unfortunately for them, they failed. And now, and now he's turned into this great player. So. You know, I think that that's something that needs to be remembered. That's all the time we have for today, guys. I'm so sorry. It's going to be such a quick show, but it's a quick hit, and we appreciate it. We wanted to come on, and um, we'll be back on Monday with a full-fledged show. Um, but uh, we got some calls to make and some rumors to dig out and some fun stuff to be had. So, And also, it's Inauguration Day. We know a lot of people are you know, watching that, too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember, without the buzz, it's just hockey, but hockey still exists no matter what happens down here in America, kids. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.